everybody. I uh, hope you're doing well. It is Saturday, December 18th at 3.39 p.m. And Purdue has just improved to 10-1 and with a somewhat effortless uh, win over Butler. Uh, Butler did not look good. Uh, they hung, a, hung with Purdue for about 10 or 12 minutes of the first half before Purdue started putting some space between them. Um, uh, Purdue just just controlled Butler. That's all there was to it. Butler didn't really have an answer for uh, Purdue's big specifically. Uh, they didn't uh, have an answer for Zach Eady. Uh, Trey Williams started the game. Uh, it's the first game I think he started this season where uh, he didn't come off the bench. And um, the interesting thing, the interesting uh, kind of byproduct of that seems to be that Edie looked super motivated from the jump when he came in the game. So that was uh, that's a that's a good thing. Uh, Williams didn't play exceptionally well. In fact, to start the game, he he uh, he wasn't flexing his muscle much at all. He finished the game pretty solidly, but he didn't play the game that he's been playing the last few games off the bench. Uh, it's kind of choose your poison. This is this is what Purdue is, right? This is what uh, this the, the problems that this lineup creates for other teams. Um, it's. It's it's difficult. It's difficult to defend this Purdue team. It's difficult to go against this Purdue team. And it wasn't only offense that propelled Purdue to this easy victory, uh, seventy-seven to forty-eight today in uh, in the Gainbridge Fieldhouse, recently renamed renamed about um, what I don't know uh, months ago, two months ago, um, in Indianapolis in the horrible Crossroads Classic. Crossroads Classic, I'm glad it's over. Uh, that was the last one that's on the books. Painter says he wants to keep the Crossroads. It's funny. His reason for wanting to keep the Crossroads Classic is is the same reason that I want it gone, and I'll explain here. He wants the Crossroads Classic to be on Purdue's schedule because it's a hostile, somewhat neutral, somewhat hostile um, environment. It's not a fun environment as a fan for me. For a fan like me, I don't like it because you're surrounded by IU fans who are just literally putting on whatever gear they can for the other team that's playing Purdue. Uh, these people are tough for me to swallow. And I've been to two of the Crossroads games. Purdue was one and one, I think, in those games. Maybe I've been to three. But uh, regardless, um, I don't like the event at all. That's okay. You, if you like it, if you love it, good. Uh, that's fine. I just never have liked it. And I've I've tried it myself, and it, it doesn't work for me. But Purdue improves to ten and one on the season. Uh, they did it relatively easily. I'll go over some of the stats here. Uh, Ivy played an excellent game, just an all-around excellent game. The thing that propelled him today, he shot the three just amazingly, six for six, spread out over both halves, um, hit both of his free throws, finishes with twenty-two points, uh, five boards, two assists, two, a steal. Uh, had had three turnovers. This is something that uh, Jaden will do. But uh, really, really noteworthy game. Really, um, he played a patient brand of basketball. He he had a steal with a dunk, which was an exclamation point at the end of the first half uh, on a little bit of a run for Purdue. Uh, Purdue at one point, I think, went from like a six-point lead to a 12-point lead in like a matter of seconds in real game time. Just a really, really... Solid effort uh, for Purdue. Uh, Zach Eady, of course, who I just spoke about, uh, really bullied Butler. They didn't have anything they could do. And I saw a couple of scenes. It was pretty funny. You had guys leaning up against Eady and trying to talk trash. And Eady just kind of looked like almost like stone-faced. Uh, didn't, 
Didn't seem phased by them in any way. He finishes with 14 points, 6 of 8 shooting, 11 rebounds, 2 block shots, only 1 turnover. Um, Williams played a solid game. Uh, somewhat, somewhat uh, not somewhat, but absolutely limited by his foul trouble. He had 4 fouls, I think, with 10 minutes left in the second half. He got uh, a couple cheap ones in clusters, I think, in both halves. halves pardon me. Um, and he finished with 10 points, 5 of 6 shooting. He was 5 for 5. Um, I mean, he well, five for five. No, he was four for four. Pardon me. Uh, then missed a shot. Then hit another one. He had six rebounds, two assists. But like I said, he was really limited in his numbers because of foul trouble. Before I go any further, let me thank Martin Vintage. Enter Boyle at checkout. Uh, get 15% off. MartinVintage.com. Great t-shirts. Great retro stuff. Uh, Purdue family. Um, Gridiron Metalworks. Of course, you can uh, head there. Uh, see some of the, the works of art. They'll see people put together. Amazing stuff. Uh, just just beautiful, tough product. Um, it's gridironmetalworks.com. Enter Boyle to check out for 15% off. And, of course, uh, AJ's. Uh, if you're going up to the game on Monday versus Incarnate Word, maybe you want to get a pint, a burger, uh, some Italian beef, head over to AJ's. Uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the the televisions. And right now I'm YouTube TV. I'm sure they have ESPN at, at uh, AJ's, which I don't because uh, the conflict between uh, Disney and Google, so ESPN is off of YouTube TV right now, which is lousy since it's bowl game season. I'm one of the weirdos who actually like to watch uh, inconsequential bowl games. But uh, head over to AJ's, edajs.com if you want to order ahead. Uh, great place, great guys, um, really nice people, really good food. So anyway, uh, back to the game. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Morton played another great game. Uh, he's playing super efficiently. His plus and minus, I'm sure, is awesome. Uh, he just had another solid game. Um Here's, there's, there's a lot of good things happening right now. The biggest one, I think, in this game was we saw the defense kind of get back to what makes Purdue great, meaning they contested a lot of shots. Almost every shot that Butler was putting up until about the seven-minute mark into the second half, they were just contesting everything. And Butler shot poorly and played really badly. Butler really doesn't look like they have any big man to compete with either of Purdue's bigs or even let's go even – uh, they don't have a guy that can match up with first very well. They don't have a guy that um, uh, that matches up with uh, Gillis. Uh, Gillis is still a bully. You know, Gillis finished with six points, four for four, um, uh, free throws, uh, four rebounds. Just played tough. Um, first was the beneficiary of many, many double, triple, and even quad teams on Ivy and uh, Edie. Butler looked like they over-pursued Purdue all the time. They just would collapse on drives, or if a ball got into Edie, if they they couldn't deny him the ball, they would send everybody around, everybody would swarm. Edie was acting a lot like like Trey Williams as he found um, players that were just, you know, heading to the basket. Um, It was kind of easy money at that point. Let's see, Edie has, I don't think that's right. According to the official... The official score, it says Edie had zero, zero assists. I don't think that's true. Um, and I don't even know how they would think that's true. I saw him dump the ball four or five times over to Gillis and first. Um, yeah, I don't understand that. Also, Ivy, um, a friend of mine, we're watching the game together, and he had a great point. He said, you know, when, when you're dealing with fundamental basketball, they always say don't leave your feet without knowing exactly what you do. And it looks a lot of times like Ivy leaves his feet and makes his decision in the air. 
I don't know if he actually is doing that. I think he leaves his feet. He knows he's not actually going to shoot it because he knows he's going to get defenders collapsing on him. And then he wraps the ball around their back and dumps it over to um, to to Edie specifically, where Edie gets an easy wide open dunk. Um, Purdue did that all day, and they really exploited Butler's um, inability to um, to stay true in defense. They just they they over pursued everything. Um, Butler tried to extend their zone out and trap Purdue, and it did not work. I mean, I think they had one or two times where it caused a turnover. Although Purdue, uh, let's see, Purdue still had ten turnovers. But this is what I was hoping for when teams start trying to extend that zone, extend that trap that. Uh, Purdue makes them pay, and they really, really made Butler pay today. Uh, so Purdue ends up 10-1. and They beat Butler 77-48. I don't have much up, much else for you. Uh, Purdue plays Incarnate Word on Monday. They are playing at, I think it's a 7 o'clock. Nope, it's an 8 o'clock tip-off. 8 o'clock tip-off. And if you are a, a BTN or you are a, um, uh, a YouTube TV com, uh, consumer, then you'll get to watch that one. It's on BTN. Today was on Fox. Uh, Purdue didn't play a game on ESPN until January 11, I believe. So if that's the most important thing, that's the most important reason I have television, live streaming television, is that. So I hope they get that figured out. Uh, Ben Cotton has a comment. My favorite thing about the game is that the Boilers uh, didn't let the lead close late. They just held Butler at arm's length. That's a great point. And I think everybody who's watched Purdue play has – you get some nervousness with a big lead. But this game didn't feel like that, right, Ben? It did not feel like it was one that um, Purdue had anything but an absolute grip on the game. Uh, Butler was not much of a contender with Purdue. Butler was down a man. They had a guy who was sick, I believe. But it's just like the Florida State game. I, it wouldn't have mattered. Today it wouldn't have mattered. There was not much Butler could do to, to counter Purdue. Unless they had a, a seven-footer they were hiding, which I don't think they do. They're number 33, who's there. Uh, I don't know how tall he is, but um, he's very wooden when he moves. And Butler... Um, Needs a big, strong guy. You know, they need a, a big that can counteract a, a Big Ten type big man, and they don't have that on the roster. So, Butler is a program to me that's not going the right direction. So, it doesn't matter. I'm not a Butler fan, so they shouldn't care what I think. But, um, yeah, so Greg McManus says, yeah, the Michigan game is uh, on January 11th. That's a road game for Purdue, and that is on ESPN. So, that's the next time if you've got this TV problem that I have, it might come into. It might come into your, uh, you know, into your orbit that it, it, it'll bother you. Um, but I, I hope and I think it'll be settled. This has happened before with YouTube TV. They, they tend to negotiate their way out of this. But in the meantime, the consumer kind of suffers. It pisses me off a bit. But I think it's a tactic they use on purpose to get leverage to, to make people angry. But I get angry at YouTube. So that's about it. Uh, hope you have a great afternoon. Uh, like I said, Saturday, December 18th, 3.50. It's dark here. <laughs> um, very dreary day, but uh, but pretty bright inside because the Crossroads Classic event is over, and Purdue ends it on a high note after just a pretty crappy result over and over in Indianapolis. I'm glad it's over, uh, and, um, and I'm also excited about this little stretch here for our Boilers to, to tune up a little bit before they go in, back into Big Ten play all the way. Have a great day. God bless you. A hammer down. Talk to you soon.